Welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit new podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is... Kelly Chatfield Whitcomb. Guys, can you understand what I'm saying? Because I have a burned tongue thanks to some really hot chicken and dumplings. I'm worried that my my tongue isn't going to allow me to podcast. What was that? I couldn't <laughs> understand a word you were saying. <laughs> what did it sound like? Gobbledygook. Oh, no. <laughs> Shelly, would you do an impression of how I just sounded with my burned tongue? The tip of the tongue <laughs> is burned. And my teeth. (laughs) No. (laughs) Kelly, you're in the medical profession. What does a person do with a burned tongue? Leave it alone or lick cold stuff. What is the Latin scientific name for burned tongue syndrome? (laughs) (laughs) Lingual burnage. Uh, Oh, no. Okay, well, here's a really personal question that I was going to ask you guys before we started recording, but... I decided to keep it for the podcast so that uh, it could be recorded for all of history. Okay? Perfect. (laughs) When you guys burn your tongue, does it taste like soap in your mouth? What? (laughs) That's too personal. (laughs) (laughs) My mouth just really tastes like I just put a bunch of soft soap, hand soap, in my mouth and just swished it around. Oof, gross. That sounds pretty terrible. Um, no, that doesn't happen to me. <laughs> okay. Julie, uh, I know that very frequently you do swish things around in your mouth. Uh, you did it with some ginger ale earlier and then burped really loud into the microphone. I was not the one who burped. It was Shelly. I will throw her under the bus. Burpcast. <laughs> Hashtag burpcast. Well, I'm sorry, Julie. I'm sorry. I, I put that Wrongly on you. and accused. And you, therefore, uh, do not have to answer that question. Kelly, yeah. I move on to you. Does it taste like soap when you burn your tongue? No, because I'm a normal person. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's, like, pretty wild, Holly. <laughs> Guys, what do I do? How about you actually swish soap? I guess the opposite of soap is an acid. So you need to like swish some like uh, like lemon juice or something. What about some vinegar? That would really cut the taste. Ooh, I love I love vinegar. That would really do it. Do some apple cider vinegar. Make it taste real good and sharp. Oh yeah, because apple cider vinegar is mmm. <laughs> hey, you know what? People drink it for their blood pressure and stuff like that, and it's so whack. Moving on, would you guys like to know today's topic? <laughs> Does no one else know it? <laughs> Is it a surprise for everyone? Wouldn't that be a fun thing to do? <laughs> that would make me feel so seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it, and Julie knows it, and you know who else knows it? The creator of it, which is our mother. I wrote, kid tested, mommy approved. Oh. <laughs> But we are, here's what it more is. It's mommy approved, and then we're going to test it right now. So mommy approved, kid tested, testing, testing, texting. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Uh, So our mom called me again with just a list of bangers, ideas that she thought about at work in the middle of the night. And you know what? Some of them were... Wild bananas. Okay. 
but this one was really good. And then I wrote it on a piece of paper when she called me, and then something happened to the paper. And I couldn't find it, so I had to tell her again. I said, there was one that I really liked. Here are all the things I remember about it, except none of them were specifics. It's kind of like when mom called us and said, there's a song on the radio I really like. It goes, Mazel Tov! And we didn't know what that was, but then uh-huh. you did, Shelly. It was, yeah. of course, obviously, I've got a feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yeah, and that is one of many examples of that <laughs> happening to me. <laughs> From mom, specifically, right? Yes. Shelly, today's topic is sand sculptures. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Very frequently, I know that you are concerned that you won't know what I mean when I say a topic. Will you tell the Shelley gang what I mean when I say sand sculptures? It is a a, a thing made of sand, <laughs> but it guess can range for anywhere from a small sand castle to a big thing. <laughs> there's, there's big ones that aren't just castles. They're other things, but they're big. Okay. Big to small, lots of things, sometimes castles. Do you have like a width measurement that you'd also like to add <laughs> I, to that? I don't. I don't because I just don't. Oh, oh okay. That's why? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I just, I was double checking in my mind to make sure I hadn't like accidentally given my opinion now instead of <laughs> later. Wow. Do you already know it? No, actually. <laughs> so I really need some good advice. <laughs> well, luckily, you'll get advice from both sides of the aisle. Julie is going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like sand sculptures. I'm going to be doing the anti reasons why you shouldn't. And Kelly, as the Shelley expert and only person who lives with sand, like if Kelly looks outside of her window, she could probably see some sand right now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kelly's going to tell us what she thinks you'll choose. Are we ready? Yes. Ready. Yeah. Okay, Julie, go easy on me today, okay? Because <laughs> you're an invalid. <laughs> she has a burnt tongue. <laughs> She's starting out behind. <laughs> I have to put in one of my, my, my soothing mouth lozenges. It is Irish Spring. Uh, this is the brand. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you just take a bar of soap and cut it up into little like, bite-sized pieces. <laughs> you could even like shave it like into flakes, kind of like a breath strip. Yes. <laughs> Let it melt on your tongue. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> How you liking that, Julie? <laughs> You're so pregnant. You don't want to eat soap. That is... <laughs> I don't want to eat regular food, let alone non-food items. <laughs> I don't have pica. That's pretty good. That is, oh my gosh, that is really good. I'm glad. I'm patting myself on the back right now. Let's talk about sand sculptures. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Shelly, when you were talking before, you sounded a little hesitant, but I will... Alleviate your fears. Okay. Okay. Is that why you're hesitant? Because you're so scared? I'm so afraid. (laughs) Sand sculptures are so cool. They're awesome. (laughs) I'm still hung up on that soap. 
(laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So anybody can make a little sandcastle. And that's great. You know what? My kids can make little sandcastles by just scooping up a bunch of sand into a pile. And then they call it a sandcastle. And you know what? So do I. (laughs) That's art. Who am I to staunch their creativity? There are people who can build the biggest, craziest, coolest, most intricate sand creations this side of the inland. You know, like at the beach. Like, if you were to look up sand sculptures, do a little image search, there you would just see so many wild things, like huge steam engines, huge faces and people, like giants laying down in the sand, but they're also made of sand. How do they come up with this stuff, you know? <laughs> no, Shelly, she's asking. What? <laughs> <laughs> What? I wasn't actually listening. <laughs> you gotta be super creative if you're gonna build a beautiful sand sculpture. And those people who dedicate their creativity to it, they got what it takes. But Shelly, I know you're not gonna be that person. Oh, judge. <laughs> because every time I talk about creative things, you're like, that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> So we will just pretend like we're at the beach strolling down the boardwalk and we see a huge 100 foot (laughs) sand Eiffel Towers stretching up into the sky. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That would be like just that, that imaginary image in my mind would be pretty incredible. A hundred feet <laughs> ten stories. That would be if I was walking on the beach and I saw something ten stories tall just like sticking up out of nowhere. I would be impressed, I have to admit. Made out of the most crumbliest of all things on the planet Earth. Now that you say it like that, I'm like, that that might make me fearful. (laughs) Maybe that's why you're so scared of sand sculptures. (laughs) They would be like like in a horror, not a horror movie, but like an attack movie where aliens come and they blow up like all the like worlds, Uh (laughs) you know, like all the landmarks. Yeah, except they're all built in sand along a beach and just, like, blowing up. (laughs) That'd be so scary. Or a movie where a bully just gets so tired of kicking sand in people's faces and he's like, I need something else, something else that I can do. And then he builds this thing and then convinces a whole bunch of nerds to go stand underneath it while he takes a picture. (laughs) And then... A hundred feet of nerds. (laughs) And then he just kicks one side and then they all get sand right in their eyes and noses and ears and pocket protectors. And also just crush. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> it's a short film. It's not very long. Even if a sand sculpture is not 100 feet tall, it usually takes some uh, engineering prowess to get a sand sculpture to to work the way you want it to work. My son, Theo, who is seven, wants to be an engineer when he grows up. And maybe he'll be a sand engineer and learn how to build, like, the Golden Gate Bridge out of sand. Sand castles have an ephemeral nature that really (laughs) speaks to me. Uh, If you're going to build a sand sculpture, you know it's not going to last forever. 
and you just accept it and you just build it anyways. If you build it, they will come look at it and then destroy it when you walk, turn your back on it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. But that's okay because it's sandcastle, sand sculpture, and you can build something new. There's always something new you can build with the same sand. That sounds like a Sisyphean effort. Like you must always be making sand sculptures because instantly they're going to be getting kicked down and then you got to start again. But Shelly, the great thing about this modern age we live in is there's cameras. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> if you really want it to last forever, take a picture, it'll last longer <laughs> than a sand sculpture. Oh, that's right, because God created cameras. <laughs> there are also many world religions and cultures that uh, have sand art uh, prominently featured, in part because it teaches not holding on to worldly things. I like It's like specifically made to be ephemeral. And uh, I will I will speak more on that in my position. I have thoughts. Okay. <laughs> the way you talk about it, it sounds great. I know a lot of things about things that I hate. I still know them. <laughs> well, Shelly, if you want to be if you want to be just more in touch with the now, get into sand sculptures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and my last point is sand sculptures. You can only find them in one place, baby. The beach. That's one of my very favorite places to be in the whole world. And Shelly, I don't know how you feel about the beach, but let's go. Together. Get right some, now? Yeah. Let's go get some corn dogs and some lemonade at the little stand over there. Jane's corn dogs. <laughs> Obvi. Is there any and we'll other? avoid those... Those vultures caricature artists. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly Gang, if you haven't listened to our caricature art uh, episode, you really should hear how predatory those artists are. <laughs> but they're very quick. Three minutes or less. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we could just eat our corn dogs and stroll down the boardwalk and look at all the beautiful sand sculptures and just be wowed by their uh, creativity and their beauty and just, like, bask in their ephemeral nature and just, <laughs> uh -huh. like, uh, ponder our own mortality and <laughs> eternities. Oh, yeah, because that's how I love to spend a nice, <laughs> relaxing day. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty good to me. So, Shelly, I am going to give you the anti-reasons why you should not like sand sculptures. I've already kind of given a little glimpse into my thoughts. And I'm going to admit, I am a little peeved at what Julie said, because she said the same things that I said, but then spun them in a positive way. And <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, before you get started, when Holly and I were talking, when the small committee was talking about this <laughs> idea... Um, uh-huh. Uh, Holly's like, how about this? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. But you know, if you love them too, then maybe we can like do something else. She was like, no, I don't like them. And I was like, what? I just could not understand how a person could not love sand sculptures. <laughs> well, let me tell you why. The first reason I have written down is just kind of, you know, a brief history of ephemeral art in general. <laughs> oh, wait, uh -huh. it's gone. How do we even know 
about ephemeral art. It is because we document it with more permanent forms of art, aka cameras. Why do something that is not going to last and then document it with something that is going to last because basically you're just negating the fact that it's ephemeral? I think that is silly and uh, and useless. And if you are going to practice art, you should do something that is going to stand the test of time. And I think that sand sculptures do not do that. So would you brought up the point that like there are cultures that do that to teach, you know, patience and et cetera, et cetera. You were like, that's garbage. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Shelly Gang, if you can tell by the sound of my voice, maybe it's not coming through because of my burned tongue, but I am not a particularly <laughs> patient person a really chill person. That's not really who I am. And I have no interest in becoming more chill or more patient. And if I took up any ephemeral art, which technically all art is ephemeral because nothing lasts forever. Oh my gosh, then why do anything? (laughs) That's a great point. I haven't gotten there yet, but... um, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I just don't understand the idea of making something, which is why I really am not a huge fan of cooking. One, it frustrates me just in general. Two, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who like literally make beautiful pieces of art uh, that are made of food, of consumable items, and then people eat them. And that is so upsetting to me. When I watch Ace of Cakes and my friend Duff Goldman makes beautiful cake and then takes Uh it to a party and then cuts into it and people are clapping, I am crying. Why would you do this, Duff? Why would you do this to yourself and your art? And people say, like, uh, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. And I would say that the way to my heart is by never cutting anything I ever make. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. So that's my first point is yuck. (laughs) Okay. In short. (laughs) (laughs) The summation of all my thoughts. Yuck. (laughs) My next point is uh is a visual and i know podcasting is not a visual medium but uh shelly uh i i specifically am sending you five thousand images right now exhibits <laughs> a through double z of where all sand gets stuck while people make uh sand sculptures oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like Bad news bears for me. If you want to open that email that has all those glossy JPEGs, you will see just cracks <laughs> and crevices of all shapes and sizes. <laughs> Which, you know, I love looking at. <laughs> Everyone's all their cracks and crevices. <laughs> I know, especially uh, the fact that you don't like that I have hidden camera footage of your cracks and crevices with sand in them. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Don't even say that. Oh my gosh. I think my heart just stopped. <laughs> I, I not, I'm not going to lie. That is something I worry about sometimes. <laughs> with me specifically or just in not general? No, with you specifically. You're like in, in a Target dressing room. Are they taking pictures of me? And right. Saving yes. them? Or like in a, in a changing room at the beach or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> sorry. I, I'm sorry, Shelly. <laughs> I was just trying to make a joke. I'll just, in summation, yuck. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. <laughs> but uh, as Julie mentioned previously, uh, sand just gets everywhere. Oh, it gets everywhere on your bod um, and in your car uh, afterwards and uh, and in your sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> how many of us here by raise of hands have eaten a sandy sandwich That's at the why beach? They're called sandwiches. Yeah, I, I like how you're having us do a visual thing for if we've eaten sandwiches. Well, I tried to do a visual thing before, and then you got all freaky about it. <laughs> so she thought she'd try again. <laughs> See if he responded better. <laughs> okay, here. Can you tell what I'm doing right now? <laughs> Am I raising my hand or not? Shell, you're raising your hand, but only one finger, and that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> what kind of picture are you painting of me right now? Jeez. <laughs> one that's going to last stand the test of time, okay? That's the kind of picture I'm painting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not ephemeral at all. I'm Shelly's lifted pinky finger because she's too fancy for this. <laughs> My next point as to why Shelley should not like sand sculptures is that there are not that many indoor options to show off the artwork. Uh, as the Shelley gang knows, I am not an outdoor girl. I love to be inside. Give me any roof and I'll be under it. But I was thinking about, would it be interesting to have an art gallery that was just a bunch of sandboxes inside and then do sand sculptures? That actually would be pretty that cool. That awesome. Okay, TM, TM, TM. No one take that idea from me. I am going to be the first person to ever make an indoor sand sculpture art gallery. I have an idea of what I will do with it. And then um, I'm going to spoil my next point. So uh, we'll just cut this out. It sounds like you're going to lure people who love sandcastles in there and then like blow up the building. (laughs) That's what it sounds like you're setting up. And it makes me afraid. (laughs) No, 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 no. My next point as to why Shelly shouldn't like sand sculptures is why it got to be tan. Uh, every, every sand sculpture is going to be sand colored. Now, there is a finite spectrum of the color of sand. And you know what? It's prejudiced. If I wanted to make a sand sculpture of the great Harriet Tubman, I would not be able to get a, a perfect likeness. And she deserves it. She did a lot of hard work. If I wanted to, in my art gallery, do American women who uh, are are great, and I wanted to do Sojourner Truth, it would say, ain't I a woman? And then I would say, yes, but I wouldn't know for sure it was her. I would say, is that Sojourner Truth or Heidi Klum? Because it's just one color. <laughs> so, so, like... We just can't tell at all what people look like, <laughs> or even if, like, the plaque says to join her truth would be like, who's that? Because all I know what she looks like is from a black and white picture, and the sand sculpture uh, obviously doesn't. If you had a sand sculpture of Captain Planet, you would have no idea who it was. <laughs> yeah. You're like, who is this guy with vaguely flat hair on the top and kind of spiky bangs? Who is that guy? <laughs> this this looks like it could be a ninja turtle but i don't know because <laughs> i can't tell which ninja turtle this is because i can't tell what uh what color is headband thing is 
So yeah, why gotta be tan? I have one more point, and it is the only way that I can see myself liking sand sculptures. Okay, I alluded to it earlier. I got kind of weird and cagey about it. But (laughs) if I made an art gallery that had a bunch of sandboxes that featured sand sculptures, there is a market for people with anger issues or things, emotional things to work out. I could have people pay at the end of every art show to come and kick the crap out of those sand sculptures. And I'm sure that would be very, like, freeing, you know? Uh, Ruining someone else's dream is very good. (laughs) Also very tactile, because sand is just so present. So therapeutic. And when they kick down that 100-foot sculpture of the Eiffel (laughs) Tower, it really will get everywhere. Maybe it's an art show where people... uh, do a sculpture of their bully. And then it's a performance art piece where they kick the crap out of it and the bully falls down, down, down. And then (laughs) Victorious is the nerd. Would the nerd have to sculpt their own bully or could like they hire an artist? No, it's kind of like how every police department has a sketch artist. Uh, Got it. (laughs) Your gallery would just have like a person who you could just describe a person to and then they'd just start building. Every gallery has a bully artist. (laughs) (laughs) This is the only way that I think I would like sand sculptures, but so far I have yet to uh, get the permits that I need for it. And therefore, (laughs) there's nothing I like about sand sculptures. And Shelly, I hope you also choose anti-sand sculpture. But now, Kelly, as the sister expert, you've known Shelly for so long. You've been to so many beaches with Shelly and eaten so many sandy sandwiches with Shelly. Kelly, what do you think that Shelly's going to choose about sand sculptures? Well, I don't think she thinks they're quite as racist as Holly thinks. (laughs) 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 And they're not nearly as crumbly uh, if you get the right sand. A lot of the times it's like cement. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really strong sand. I know they use like some special sand, so it's not just sand from the beach. So when they have the um, competitions and things like that of the sculptures, then it's not necessarily like just beach sand. It's all kinetic sand. (laughs) (laughs) And that comes in all different kinds of colors. It does. You could have a Captain Planet. He's a hero. That's what I think of every time you've said Captain Planet. You're dead on. And maybe Julie's your bully. She just wanted to say, you're dead. <laughs> but <laughs> then regretted it and added on. Uh, but I know Shelly likes art and she likes the beach. So I think she is going to go pro. That would make me really sad if she did. But I'm going to <laughs> let her be the judge of herself. She is going to be accountable to only herself. And you know what? I believe in her. Shelly. That is a build-up to what we've all been waiting for, the opinion of the MMVP of this podcast, the most multilingual Vietnamese podcaster. Shelly, I am sorry to blow your cover, but will you will you give your whole opinion in Vietnamese? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? I like to just keep that on the DL. <laughs> You're trying to blow up my spot, and I just won't let you. Well, Shelly, what do you think about sand sculptures? A lot of great points have been brought up. I had never considered the racist nature of sand sculptures. (laughs) I also am not overly concerned because 
when one goes out and looks at like a sculpture garden and they're all bronze or whatever, people don't go like, hey, that person wasn't really bronze colored. (laughs) (laughs) This is racist. (laughs) So I feel like people can suspend your disbelief (laughs) and can see through the sand color and put their own colors on in their minds. People are smart, so I'm not worried about that. But Holly, if you are accepting investors for your sand sculpture museum, I'm in. <laughs> I'd happily I'd happily give you some money because that sounds incredible. You would have to sign a clause wherein you would have to be okay with me kicking all of the sand sculptures down. I think I could accept that. <laughs> all right, that's true. You're not an artist. You're just a money person. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not a whole museum of that, but if it was like a branch of a modern art museum, that'd be pretty neat. And like maybe not daily sculpture changes, because I know sometimes sand sculptures can take many days to make. But so maybe like once a month they change or something. That'd be pretty cool. But I want to kick sand sculptures more frequently than that. Well, we can work on the details later. (laughs) (laughs) Your people can call my people and we'll just we'll get out the kinks. Okay. So that sounded great. And I do think people would pay to kick down sand sculptures. That'd be like the people who pay to like smash stuff with a, oh, not a chainsaw. What is it called? A sledgehammer. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so I think, I think there's money in there for that idea. And it is true that sand does get into all the cracks and crevices. Uh, I don't need to see a visual representation of all of that. (laughs) But it is true. And it does often also get into sandwiches at the beach, which, you know, I can accept that. I can eat a little bit of sand, but not too much. It'd be better than having my mouth taste like soap. Oh, it's so bad, you guys. It's so gross. (laughs) I hate it so much. And Holly is right that there are not many indoor options to display sand art. So, like, you do actually have to go, the person has to go to the sand. The sand doesn't come to you, which is too bad, because being able to, like, just like look at sand sculptures whenever you wanted to would be nice. But I have to go all the way to the beach, which is hundreds of miles away. That's so far. For some of the Shelly gang, maybe that's not the case. I live pretty closer to a beach than you guys do. That's true. Even if I were one step away from the beach, it would still be too far to go see those dumb sand sculptures. (laughs) If you could sit on your couch... (laughs) <laughs> and see sand if you lived one step away from the beach, I would be furious. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> and then as for ephemeral art, like I have mixed feelings about it because I sort of agree with Holly in that something that is like I don't mind making delicious food for my family, but I do not make it look beautiful. I'm like, it's good. You can eat it. And just watching something you work so hard to make look beautiful just get instantly destroyed, it does feel a little bit frustrating. And so I feel like ephemeral art, like something you do just to then have it be gone, would not be for me necessarily. It would make me feel very sad. (laughs) That's why I like to make, like if I made a full beautiful blanket, like if I crocheted a blanket and then I just, someone else just instantly like pulled it all out, I'd be crushed. I think that would be like, like all my hard work gone. No one can appreciate it. (laughs) So I don't know if sand art, like that ephemeral nature of it 
But also, I know, I know that that's more for like the big pieces that take like days and days for someone to carve. If it's a little sandcastle that I build because I'm having fun with my family, that I'm not as heartbroken about it being washed away by the ocean. I still would feel sad if a bully came and kicked it down. But <laughs> the ocean, the, the world's biggest bully, <laughs> I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel as heartbroken if it took down my little sandcastle that took like 20 minutes to build or whatever. So in that case, I guess <laughs> ephemeral art is okay only if it didn't take too, too much time and effort <laughs> for me. So those are my those are my thoughts. That's my treaty on, <laughs> on ephemeral art. As for it putting you in touch with the now, I don't know. I don't want to be that self-introspective when I'm at the beach. <laughs> Shelly, can I... Bing bong into the conversation. Why not? Because I just want to have fun at the beach. But I love to be self-introspective. It's my favorite. I don't like it's not it's not a recreational activity for me. <laughs> okay. It's not a way to like have a fun vacay. If I could eat, pray, love, but just pray, 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 <laughs> I'd love it. Uh no. That was not my favorite part of that book. So, and it's true, like, Julie Julie brought up a good point, and, like, anyone can do, like, a small sandcastle or sculpture of some kind. Like, you just, like, pile a bunch of sand together, and that's fun, and that's great, and it's very democratic. <laughs> you don't have to be an expert. But I also like that people can get very, very good at it, because I have seen pictures of art, of sand sculptures that have been really amazing and just thinking about someone being able to do that i love like thinking about that like wow someone was able to like figure that out and make it happen and that's incredible that there are people in the world like that i just think that's really neat it's got to be creative and good engineering is also like yeah that's great that's awesome that someone can kind of mix those two worlds together and they can take photos of it so they can enjoy it later which is fine i don't (laughs) think that ruins the point of ephemeral art so I guess, and and spoiler spoiler alert, I guess, I have seen art sculptures in person. Um, I lived in a place for a while named Australia. <laughs> and it turns out we went to a couple beaches where there just happened to be like art sculptures or sand sculptures on display just because that happened sometimes. And it was amazing. So I think that means I'm pro because I look at them and I just go, wow good on you and I'm enjoying it and I can do it if I want to and not do it if I don't want to. Um, And I usually do like to build with sand when I'm at the beach. I think that's a fun thing to do. You really do. When, when we go to the beach, like if I think out of any of us and any of the five of us Chatfield girls, I always think of you playing sand. Yeah. Like I especially love, and it's kind of cheating, but like those little like sandcastle like molds where you just put sand in and then dump it over. Uh-huh. It's not cheating. I, I think that's fun. So, so I'm pro sand sculptures because I think they're beautiful and fun and their ephemeral nature is okay with me. Well, that is very upsetting <laughs> and I'm sad and I'm angry, and I wish that I could go kick down a sand sculpture right now. That would really help me get out my anger. Holly's the bully we've been talking about this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) That's why Holly wants to build the museum. 
<laughs> she just wants to be able to have a place to let out her aggression. Now, I just want to look at a bunch of sand sculptures of myself. I've been the bully all along. <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't a setup for domestic terrorism like I thought it originally was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was wild. Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion on sand sculptures with us. And now we are going to move on to our segment, Rando Chando. And in Rando Chando, Julie does this thing. (laughs) Yeah, so get ready. Uh, (laughs) I do this thing where I find three random words and then... We combine them in different ways and see which one we like the best. This game is so fun. I love it so much. I love it so much, too. And when Holly suggested we do it, I was like, yes, let's do it. But how do we play this game again? Oh, let's think about this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. You ready for the first list? Yes. Ready. Okay. Here we go. Lady Blaze. Blaze Blouse. Blouse Lady. (laughs) (laughs) so which one you like the best that's so easy for me i can't even function it's gotta be lady blaze (laughs) Uh, because it reminds me of a podcast that i like called the adventure zone and uh it is a a role-playing storytelling podcast and one of the characters is a like a punk rock girl who has fire powers sweet Uh uh-huh and she has a cute little bunny pet, and I like it. So that's what it made me think of, Lady Blaze. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, what do you think? I guess for me, I mean, Lady Blaze is pretty good. It it makes me think of uh, Captain Marvel. Yes. Because she kind of looks like a lady bla- on Blaze. But <laughs> I think for me, I like Blaze blouse because it makes me think like, you know, you walk into your closet and you're thinking like, what do I want to wear today to look like strong and confident? And you pick out your Blaze blouse. <laughs> and it's just like, in my mind is like something ghost rider would wear it's like on fire <laughs> and it has like chains and knives and stuff on Whoa. it and you'd just be like yes that's what i want in my mind i was thinking it's like a, a mix between a blazer and a blouse yes <laughs> i was thinking like a blouse but it's like poof, on fire <laughs> i was thinking cool. of something that you would buy on uh what qvc and it is like a blazer blouse, but then when it gets there, it's really like uh, shoddy, shoddily done and the R falls off of the, I guess, blazer blouse imprinted on the front, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's blaze blouse brand. <laughs> yeah, blazer blouse, but then it's so poorly made that the R comes off. Cool. <laughs> cool. My brain went a totally different way. <laughs> I like yours better. Uh Kelly, what do you think? See, but I like that one, too, because I thought the same way Shelly did. As far as it being, like, flashy and cool and whatever, not a lady blazer. Or a blazer (laughs) whatever mix. I can't believe nobody chose blouse lady. (laughs) Because that lady sounds like a bag lady. (laughs) What? But a fancy one. But a fancier one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am going with Holly. On uh, Lady Blaze. And everyone go listen to the Adventure Zone on MaximumFun.org. It's so good. And then go watch Captain Marvel. It is so good. 
And then go watch QVC and see if (laughs) (laughs) you can snag a a blazer blouse. And if it doesn't exist, get it started, man. (laughs) Then go on Shark Tank. (laughs) (laughs) But then don't say the part about it being really poorly made. Don't do that. Uh, All right. Are we ready for the next set? Uh Uh-huh. Ready. Pie cycle. (laughs) Wait, was that a pie? Like P-I-E? Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Pie cycle. Cycle safe. Or safe pie. (laughs) (laughs) Safe pie. Safe pie. (laughs) Kelly, why do you like safe pie? Well, because pie is delicious for one. But I don't even know what a safe pie could be. (laughs) You just know you like it. I just want to know what it is. I thought of a pie with a, uh, what is that thing that? That locks your steering wheel? The club. The club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a club on a pie. I was thinking, so like, safe. pie that is impossible to choke on. But I don't know how you would do, do that. Liquid pie. Oh, no. Gross. No. No, <laughs> no thank so you. Kelly loves a good safe pie. <laughs> what about you, Shell? I think I've got to go pie cycle because... <laughs> What it made me think was like on on like a washing machine, you know, there's like cold water. <laughs> it's just like pie and you just like run your washing machine and it like makes a pie while doing laundry at the same time. Yes. <laughs> That's very good. That's what I want. I'll admit that I thought uh cycle safe, not how how most people would think first thought like you know, being safe on a cycle of some si- some kind, motorcycle, bicycle. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. No, I thought of a safe like you would put your valuables in that was only locked if you were cycling, like as, as like an exercise. Motivation. <laughs> yeah, to, to encourage exercise, like cycle, cycle, cycle. I've got to keep my valuable rubies safe. <laughs> so instead of ever being able to leave them in the safe, <laughs> I have to be here all the time cycling. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. What about you, Julie? I liked pie cycle as well. But I was thinking like a bicycle made out of pie. <laughs> Where the wheels are giant pies. <laughs> Cute. That sounds like something someone would make on Great British Bake Off. Yes. Oh, yes. Someone made a bicycle out of bread on Bread Week. They did, and they did great. So it looks like Pie Cycle wins. Mm. (laughs) I love it when I get to be the deciding vote. All right, should we do one more? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Ready? (laughs) Cherry clams. Clam camera. (laughs) Camera cherry. (laughs) Shelly? I guess the first one that jumped out at me was the clam camera, because what it made me think of was like, you know, like panda cam or something where people watch cute animals online, but this one is for clams. (laughs) (laughs) Someone would have to be very dedicated to their love of clams. Nice. To just watch them all day long. (laughs) I also went clam camera, but I was thinking more in like, in the land of the little mermaid, like... (laughs) Cameras were clams. <laughs> With a little flash bulb that's like the pearl. Uh-huh. Ooh, cute. Those pearls are yes. in clams, right? 
Uh, Kelly, what do you think? See, that one stuck out to me too, but I thought of like like a, a stuffed plush toy sort of clam that uh-huh. is a camera. Uh-huh. Oh, so like real world. <laughs> like a toddler camera. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> all of the, those are all cute. Well, I'm in the vast minority here, but I like cherry clams. <laughs> cherry Gross. clams. <laughs> wow. And you're the pregnant one, so I that know. doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I know. Weird combinations of food. <laughs> I don't, I've never even had clams. You can't have them now, I'm fairly certain. I'll show you. <laughs> Maybe it's because I like cherry flavored, like soda. Like cherry flavored seven up. <laughs> so it must be just the cherry flavor anything. There's a drink called Clamato juice. Yeah, there is. And you could have instead like clum cherry juice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'll go do that while you guys are enjoying your clam cameras. <laughs> <laughs> All our various clam cameras. <laughs> well, This has been another rousing edition of our segment, Rando Chando. (laughs) Shelly gang, I am so glad that you are not here to see the foam bubbling out of my mouth from this burned tongue. I think I actually might have burned my tongue when a raccoon came and bit it, like a very hot raccoon. <laughs> well, all the soap probably isn't helping the foam situation. <laughs> I can't tell where the foam is coming from, from the soap or the rabies. <laughs> but Shelly Gang, we're just really glad that you came along with us for another episode. If you liked this, will you please share it with your friends, your neighbors, your raccoons? Uh, they love it and they're up all night, so they gotta do something. Uh, (laughs) also you can check us out on our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. And there you can see pictures of us, you can read biographies, and you can also check out our new press kit where you can see what the people are saying. What are they saying? Well, they're saying things like, good job, and you're doing it and ha 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 <laughs> great <love> <laughs> uh and shelly gang you also can listen to old episodes on our website if you have missed some of our episodes you can go check them out uh they're all there all over 80 episodes of this podcast and you know what maybe you don't listen to like the first 50 maybe what <laughs> there's a lot of good ones in there <laughs> Okay, listen to 24, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, <laughs> 1. I'm going to look up which ones those are after we're done and see which ones you're telling people to listen to. They're all my favorites. <laughs> Was that listed like in your favorites order? <laughs> kind of skipped around a little bit numerically. No, it was just random, <laughs> random order. Rando chando. <laughs> But Shelly Gang, mostly just come back next week. We'd really like to see you. And with that, thank you and I love you and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 See you later. Now my throat hurts.
gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you?